Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Father. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Good morning, Jesus. Yes, you are the way maker, the promise keeper, the light in the darkness. My God, hallelujah. That is who you are. Hallelujah. You are God. You are everything we need you to be. You are air, Asher, air. And we bless you this morning. We thank you, Jesus, for allowing us another opportunity where we can come together in unity, aligned in unity, where we can lift up our hearts and our bowls to you, Father. May it be a sweet-smelling incense to your nostrils. May you be pleased this morning, God. Father, we ask in the name of Jesus that you speak through the vocal cords of our devotion leader. Pray through the vocal cords of our prayer leader this morning. Speak through me, Father, in the name of Jesus. Hear through every one of the participants that you, Father, have guided by your spirit to be on this call this morning, that we may hear what your spirit, Father, is saying to your church. And we bless you, God. We yield, Father, and we say thank you. Thank you. Thank you. In Jesus' name, we also say good morning to each of you that have joined the prayer call today. It is a good morning because this is the day that our Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. Amen. Let me introduce you to our team that's lined up today. My name is Sister Charlene Tuckerson. I'm your facilitator. The angels of our house at New Destiny Church are Bishop C. Carl Smith and, and Pastor Adrian Smith, and we say good morning to you. We bless you in the name of the Lord. We also want to say good morning to our prayer call controller, Sister Kima Joseph. Good morning, Sister Kima. We bless you, sis. That team, they work hard uh, um, at getting things set for us in the morning before we even access the prayer call to ensure that the audio and everything is working properly. And we just want to acknowledge them and say good morning to you and your team. Our devotion leader this morning is Minister John Smalls. Good morning, Minister Smalls. How are you doing this morning? God bless you, sir. I'm so well. How are you doing? I'm well, thank you. Our prayer request and any prayer reports that have been submitted will be offered by Sister Shirley Burke. Good morning, Sister Shirley. How are you doing today? Good morning, Sister Shirley. You know all this well on this side of town. Yes. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. All is well. Amen. I decree that proclamation over all of us. Hallelujah. Thank you, sis. Well, without further ado, Let's go ahead and move forward. Minister John, we're ready for you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, everyone. 
So let's get right into it for the time that we have left. This morning's topic, this morning's topic is going to be centered around the life of alignment. The life of alignment. And the scripture that we're going to use is a familiar one, and it's going to be Amos 3.3. Amos 3.3. And it's coming from the ISV, ISV, and it goes like this. Will a couple, and I emphasize the word couple, will a couple walk in unity without having met? Once again, will a couple walk in unity without having first met. Real quickly, a, a story. A story that I like to tell uh, when my wife and I conduct our, our uh, relationship class. And the story is this. <clears throat> you know, once, uh, one time my wife and I were having a warm fellowship. We call it a warm fellowship, meaning that we were in disagreement. We weren't aligned. And we had to conduct business uh, in a different city, so we had to travel a great distance. And in doing so, if we were aligned, if we saw something, recognized something, and wanted each other to see something, we would tell each other, hey, look at this, look at this, look at this. But this particular time, not being aligned, we're driving. And off to the side while driving, I saw these deers, and normally I would say to her, hey, look at the deers. But because we were not aligned, we missed out. I thought to myself, I'm not going to show her those deers. I'm not going to even you know, have, you know, give her the pleasure to see these deers because we were not in alignment. And, and that's what happens when you're not in alignment. You miss out. You miss out on the pleasure. You miss out on the sharing. You miss out. Eventually, we, we did get back together and talk and, and came back in alignment, but it was difficult to tell her about the things that had happened because she wasn't there. I didn't allow, I allow her to experience to share those things that did happen. We missed out. Not just she missed out. We missed out. So with that being said, alignment what is the most important step in being aligned with our God? I truly believe that it's from Scripture, Matthew six thirty-three. But seek ye first, seek, aim, strive after, first of all, his kingdom, his righteousness, his way of doing and being right. And then all these things, taken together, will be given to you. I truly believe alignment comes with seeking God first. So let's look at the story real quickly of Saul and David. Do you recall in 1 Samuel 13, 14, it says here, but now your reign, Saul, will not endure. The Lord has found a man after his own heart, and the Lord has appointed him as ruler over his people. Why? Because you, Saul, have not done what the Lord commanded. He wasn't in alignment. Was not in alignment. So, real quickly, let's look at 
seven things that made David in alignment with God. Seven things. First, David's faith. His faith. Before David threw the rock at Goliath, before he encountered Goliath, before he even engaged him, he declared by faith what God was going to do. Not what he was going to do, but he declared by faith what God was going to do. And here's what he said. All those gathered here will know that it is not by sword or spear that the Lord says. For the battle, the battle is the Lord's. And he will give all of you into our hands. David wasn't declaring what he was going to do. He was declaring by faith what God will do. Secondly, David's trust. David could have killed Saul a number of times and be done with the situation. He had the opportunity to do it multiple times. But he trusted God that God's will be done. And, and this is how he said it. May the Lord judge between you and me. And may the Lord take vengeance on you for me. And David closed out by saying, but my hand shall not be against you. David says, no, I'm not going to raise a hand against you. It is not my place. And I will not take the place of the Lord to do his will. David's love. David's love. David did not allow hate, anger, or fear to override him and harm Saul because of his love. Why do you say that? Look what David says. Love your enemy and pray for those who prosecute you. David was practicing what Jesus was going to preach years later. Love your enemy and pray for those who prosecuted. He loved Saul, even though Saul was trying to kill him. Number four, David's humility. David's humility. David knew where his source came from. He knew where his source came from. And he was so adamant about it to the point that he says, who am I? Lord God, and who are the members of my household that you have brought me this far? David was saying that it wasn't about him. It was about God's recognition of him. He wasn't being placed on a pedestal by what he did. It was by God's recognition of who he was. And David was humble about that. Number five, David's integrity, his integrity. David was a man after his own words. 
he was a man of his word. And what do I mean by that? When he 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 made a, an oath to Jonathan, a friend, to the point that David said he sent for Jonathan's son so he could show the kindness of God to him. He had this young boy who was crippled sit at his table and shared his wealth, his food, his abundance because of his integrity. Number six, David was quick, quick to admit his faults. David believed when he did something wrong, it wasn't necessarily against the person that he wronged, but he wronged or offended God. He offended God, and he said, I have sinned against you. When he committed adultery with Bathsheba, when he killed Bathsheba's wife, he said, Father, I have sinned, not against Bathsheba, not against her husband, but against you, O Lord. And lastly, David worshipped God. David was a worshiper. David was not ashamed to worship God. Why do I say that? David praised the Lord in the presence of the whole assembly, saying, Praise be to you, Lord, the God of our father Israel from everlasting to everlasting. He praised so long and so hard that his clothes, some of his clothes came off. But he did not care. He was not ashamed to raise his hand to dance before the people to worship his God. When we ask if we are aligning, and I use the word aligning, not align, because align by itself means that we are already in position and it is there. Aligning means that we are continually be doing that thing. So the question is, when we ask, are we aligning with God? That's an everyday thing. We have to be mindful of these things. Do we have faith in our Father? Do we trust our Father in all, in all circumstances? Do we have sacrificial love for others, especially our enemies? Are we humble? Do we operate with integrity? Do we seek forgiveness from our Father for our sins? And lastly, do we worship 
our Father, no matter what, no matter what, no matter what the circumstance. To be aligned with our Father, according to Matthew 6.33, I truly believe but first seek, aim, strive after, first of all, his kingdom and his righteousness, his way of doing and being right. And then all these things taken together will be given to you. Amen. Amen. What an excellent word. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. And we bless you and thank you, Minister John, for being obedient to deliver the word of the Lord. Amen. Without further ado, we're ready for you, Sister Shirley Saints. Let's stand together in agreement and pray by the power of the Holy Spirit. We're ready, sis. Hallelujah. Father, thank you for that awesome word today, Lord God. May we put our hearts in agreement with it and be aligned with you and always aligning our will with yours, Father. Father God, we bless your holy name, for you are the sovereign God who is the head of our life and know our every thought and move. You are our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. We love you, God, because you first loved us. And we have hope because we trust in your word. We can stand in trouble because you are our strength. We rejoice because you are our salvation. We are not afraid of the enemy because you are our protection. Your peace surrounds us because we dwell in the secret place of the Most High. Father, we adore and worship you because of who you are and the awesome things you have done. Our healer, our provider, the covenant-keeping God who will never leave nor forsake us, who answers us before we call and while we're still speaking, Father, you hear us. Father, we repent and ask for forgiveness for anything that we have said or done that went against your will and your word. Father, we thank you for your word, and with great confidence we come boldly this morning to the throne of grace, bowing at your footstool to seek your will and not our own for the prayer request we lay at your feet. For you are good, hallelujah, and your mercy endures to all generations. God, we thank you for your goodness. We have several prayer requests for healing. And our first request is from Paul Walker for his uncle, Joseph Sidney Evans, Jr., who was in a nursing home with his health rapidly declining due to a recent stroke, and his hips, knees, and ankle bones are out of alignment, my Jesus. Our second request is from Elois Oliver for her daughter-in-law's mother, Donna, who had brain surgery yesterday to remove a lesion. Father God, as we come before your great throne of mercy, acknowledging your sovereign will over all life, we call upon the mighty name and power of Jehovah Rapha, the great healer, and set our hearts in agreement and stand in faith with Paul Walker and Elois Oliver, believing your word of healing for Joseph Evans and daughter-in-law Donna, according to Jeremiah 17 and 14. Father, we ask you to heal Joseph Evans of the stroke and bring his whole body, legs, and all the limbs and everything that's out of order, Lord God, back in alignment so it functions as you design them. Father, we ask that the doctors and nursing home caregivers will administer the right medication and handle Mr. Evans with tender care. 
as his family continues to pray for him and believe you to heal and restore him to health and wholeness. Father, we, he- we ask you to heal Donna's brain, mind, and body as she recovers from brain surgery. We are asking that she has no complications or setbacks that will delay her recovery. We thank you for the doctor that performed the surgery and ask that he turns to give you the praise for using his hands to work on such an intricate organ as the brain to remove the lesion successfully. Father, we thank you that Mr. Evans and Donna will be healed according to your perfect will and plan. Father, we ask you to save Joseph Evans and Donna, and they will be saved and cause them to see and understand you are the awesome God that hears and answers prayer and will only give them your best in sickness and in health in Jesus' name. Our last request for healing is from Evangelism Showers Ministry for Roberto, who is having surgery on November 9th. Father God, we set our hearts in agreement with your will and purpose for Roberto and declare Psalm 107, verse 19 through 20 over his life, asking for his heart to be stirred to repentance. So he cries out to you, and you will send your word and heal him. Father, we thank you in advance for the doctors and nurses who will perform Roberta's surgery and ask that they will pray over his surgery, treat him with the utmost respect, use the right instruments, give him the right medication so the outcome of his surgery will be successful and his recovery quick without any complications, hindrance, or setbacks in Jesus' name. Evangelist Shower Ministry guests are asking prayer for more doors to be open for housing, for good health, better finances, and educational opportunities. Father God, we thank you for the evangelism shower ministry and the work they're doing in the community to bring about change in the lives of those that need to know you have not forgotten it. Father, you know their needs, their mindset, and the plans you have for them. Father, we set our hearts in agreement with their prayer requests and thank you in advance for good health, sound minds, more shelter doors opening to them, and affordable housing so they're not homeless in the soon coming cold and rainy weather. Father, for those that really want to work, open doors for employment with better finances through companies that will not hold their past against them, but believe everyone deserves a second chance at a better life. Father, we ask for educational opportunities to be made available for those that want to get their GED, learn a trade, and become a vital part of society for you are no respecter of persons. Father God, we thank you for the opportunity to bring these prayer requests to you, knowing you will answer according to your will for each of these, your people. Father, we receive your answer, and may it be according to your holy word, your perfect will, and the plan and purpose you have for Joseph Evans, Donna, Roberto, and every guest of the Evangelism Showers Ministry. May you be glorified and receive all the praise and honor for the great and awesome things you will bring to pass in their lives. May they grow stronger in their faith and depend on you as their source. In the mighty name of Jesus, I ask, amen, amen, and amen. Amen, amen, and amen. We stand in full agreement in Jesus' name. Minister John, we're ready for you again. If you have anything else that you'd like to share with us, Yes, ma'am. In closing, uh, I would like to say this. Remember this. King David was a great man, but he was not perfect. He was not perfect. He was constantly seeking God and what his will was. He was constantly seeking God and what God's will was. And, And remember, it was God who first said, I have found a man after 
my own heart. It was God who said that, not man. Now, the question today is, can our Father say that about each one of us? Amen. 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 That's a Salah moment there. Amen. I want to thank again Sister Shirley and Minister John for pouring out today. May God replenish you in Jesus' name. Saints, please remember that we have corporate prayer this Saturday at the Pittsburgh campus at 7 o'clock. Can we all come out and stand in agreement together at corporate prayer 7 o'clock this Saturday morning in Pittsburgh? Remember to send in your prayer requests. You can go online under prayer and scroll down to hit prayer request, and you can enter your prayer request there. We will pray. We will pray. We will pray without ceasing. On behalf of Bishop Smith, Pastor Adrian, Minister John, Sister Shirley, Sister Kima, and our entire New Destiny family, we just want to say thank you again. Thank you for waking up this morning, hearing the call of the Lord, being in alignment, amen, with the word of God and coming together in unity to pray ye one for another. And the word of God says, ye may be healed, that ye may be healed. So I declare healing over each one of you that have joined the prayer call this morning by the power of the Holy Ghost because God said it so and it cannot be otherwise. Amen. Let's go before God one more time together before we close out the call. Father, we thank you. Thank you for your word this morning. And in the name of Jesus, I declare by the power of your word, Father, the word of the only wise God, our Savior, that your sons and daughters, Father, walk in alignment together, in unity, in harmony, synchronized, in cadence and rhythm with your Holy Spirit. And we declare this by the power of your word, which says, we can ask and it shall be given. Seek and we shall find and knock and the door will be opened. So, Father, we have asked of you. We don't ask amiss. And, Father, we together align our hearts with heaven. And by faith, we stand together in unity. Amen. Be thou glorified, Father, in your church. Be thou glorified in your church. Do it, we pray. Now unto him who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we ask or think, according to the power that worketh in us, unto him, unto you, Father, be the glory in the church by Christ Jesus throughout all ages, world without end, throughout the generations. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen and amen. Thank you all.